0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Masbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. I'm so very thankful and happy that I can say that you can always count on God. I'm sure you have the same experience as I have, that you can always count on Him. He is so faithful. He is so true. Oh, it's so wonderful to be in an relationship with him, knowing that he is always there for you, always with an open ear to listen, always with an eye upon you to watch over you and to take care of you. His arm is always there to pull you out or to hold on to you when you're walking through the storm or when you're walking through darkness. He is there, the light. Oh, I'm so thankful that in my life I have experienced him, that he always came through. And he will come through for you, my dear brother, my dear sister. You can count on him. There's not much you can count on these days anymore. People, they fail. It's not always because they want to fail. But many times they just cannot help you. Even if they would like to help you, they are unable to help you. But you can count on God. He is willing and he is able and he is there. He is with you right now in your car or in your home, or wherever you might be at this moment, maybe you're jogging around, good for your health, do so, but he is there jogging with you, hallelujah. Yes, the Lord is so true, and he is true to his word. Well, I got a few points today, and I know these points are gonna lift you up. They're gonna encourage you, they're gonna strengthen you, and they will affirm that God is with you and that you can count on him. Number one. God is always faithful. Faithfulness, that is such a great characteristic. Or if you have married someone and you know they are faithful, that will help you through all the storms and through these uncertain times. If you have someone on your side and you know they are faithful and they will stay faithful, not only in the good times, but also in the bad times. Not only when you are behaving in a way that they like, or when you are doing great things for them, or maybe you have lots to share with them, but also when you have a need, or maybe they see you at your worst side, or they see you when you are failing, or when you have fallen, or when you made a mistake, or when you were not so nice or so kind to them, but they are faithful, you can count on them. And God, oh, he surely is faithful. And I love it, what it says in Hebrews chapter 10. And for today, I just took this scripture out of the Message Bible, and that just gives it such a punch for us today. It says, so friends, we can now, without hesitation, walk right up to God, into the holy place. Jesus has cleared the way by the blood of his sacrifice, acting as our priest before God. The curtain into God's presence is his body, and we know on a sideline, that that body, that curtain was ripped. The curtain was ripped. Remember, when Jesus on the cross cried out, it is accomplished, it is finished. The curtain in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies was torn apart as his flesh was torn for us. And so his flesh is torn. And that has also made the way clear for us to come into the Holy of Holies today. Well, let me continue with this scripture in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 25, I'm reading, and it continues. So let's do it, full of belief, confident that we are presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. And in other translations, it says he is always faithful. It's the same thing here. He always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshiping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. And that's just what I'm trying to do right here through the word of God. I am spurring you on to continue to look to God to trust God, to follow God, to walk on that path, to go into that holy of holies. You have a right now in Christ Jesus, not because of your own doing, but you have a right because of the sacrifice of Christ to go into the holy of holies. Oh, make use of that right today. Make use of that sacrifice that was given for you and go into the holy of holies and bow down before him and lay down before him all your petitions. But, oh, I would say start out with some praise. Start out with a hallelujah. Start out with a thank you, and don't immediately lay down all your requests, but just praise him and worship him. He is faithful. God is faithful. So let's keep a firm grip on those promises that have kept us going and that will keep us going, knowing that he always keeps his word. He is faithful to his word to perform it. Oh, hallelujah. And in the older translation, it says in verse 23 of what I have been reading, it said, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. It doesn't matter what you see outside, what is going on in your life, what you feel. What others say, what specialists say, or other people of high intelligence, God is faithful, and he will bring you through. Hallelujah. Number two, God is with us. He is not just up there in heaven looking down once in a while to perform his word. No, he is with us 24-7, every day, every hour, every moment. He is with us. Then Jesus say the Holy Spirit will be with you and he will be inside of you? We are carriers of his glory. We are carriers of his life, of his love. We are carriers because he is in us. All oh, those priests, they had to carry the Ark of the Covenant upon their shoulders. They could not put it on a cart. They had to carry the Ark. And so we carry the That presence of God. The ark represented the presence of God and it was there. And so we also have that presence of God. He is with us. It says in Joshua chapter one, verse nine, and I would encourage you to read the whole chapter, but it says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. Oh, my dear friend, these words are for you today. I want them to come into your mind and into your heart right now. Not as a word from John, but as a word from God who says he himself promises to you, I will be with you wherever you go. And my father always said, and I agree with him, where God is, there is his power to save, heal, and to deliver so if God is with you right now, as he is with you right now, because he promised it and he is faithful to his word, so is his power with you to save, to heal, and to deliver. Well, he's not just with us, but number three, praise the Lord, he is for us, God is for us, and he has good things in store for us. And it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 39. And again, I'm reading it out of the Message Bible. It gives it that extra punch right now. Oh, I feel like a cook right now, you know, just putting in those extra spices to give it that extra punch. But the word itself, it has all the punch that we need. But in some translations, they just know how to bring it out and make it for our days, just a little bit more in our language. And that's just what this translation, the Message Bible does. It says, so what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? Oh, I like that. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. Say it, say it. Hey, God is on my side. How can I lose? Oh, praise God. If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us. Oh, do you understand what I'm reading here out of the word? It says God already did the worst for us by giving himself upon the cross, his own son, giving his own son on our behalf. If he gave that price for us, oh, all these other things, they are just smaller and lesser things that if he gave his son, wouldn't he also give all those other smaller, lesser things? All those smaller and lesser things might be a mountain for you. But for God, they are just extras compared to that grand thing that he gave his own son. Oh, hallelujah. And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? I like this translation. Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment, sticking up for us. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way, no trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in Scripture. I am absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. That was Romans 8, 31 to 39. Oh, praise God. God is for us. He is for us, and he is God. Good, oh God is good. Number 4. It says in Psalms 119 verse 65 to 72. It says be good to your servant, God. Be as good as your word. Train me in good common sense. I am thoroughly committed to living your way. Before I learned to answer you, I wandered all over the place. But now I'm in step with your word. You are good and the source of good. Train me in your goodness. The godless spread lies about me, but I focus my attention on what you are saying. This is good advice here. This is good advice here for your life right now and all that is going on in this world right now. Focus your attention on what God is saying they're bland as a bucket of lard. While I dance to the tune of your revelation. Oh, are you dancing today? Come do a little hop right now and praise the Lord. Well, it continues here and it says, my troubles turned out all for the best. They forced me to learn from your textbook. Truth from your mouth means more to me than striking it rich in a gold mine. Oh, my dear friends, God is good. God is good, and he is good, and he does good. He is not just good without doing good. He is good, and he does good. In the other translation of Psalms 119, verse 68, it says, you are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. God is good, and he does good. Well, number six, God delivers. Five was God does good. Four is God is good, five is God does good, and six is God delivers. Psalms 34, verse 4. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord of your listening right now. Maybe you're not a brother and sister in the Lord yet, but God, as you hear, listening to this message, Because he wants to deliver you. He wants to deliver you out of darkness, out of the pit that you are in, out of your troubles, out of your pain and your suffering. He wants to touch you right now. Oh, and even if he doesn't bring you out in one instant, he's going to fill you and infuse you with his power and strength and love. And joy that it will not be a burden anymore, but it will be a joy walking with him through this valley of darkness because you know that you know that you know that he's bringing you out and bringing you to higher things, and he is turning all your troubles for the good for you. Oh, yes, he is able to do it. Number seven, God sustains. I like that. Psalms 54, verse four, surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. Yes, he is upholding me. Is he upholding you right now? If he is with you, then you can be sure of it, that he's upholding you. Oh, maybe you say, but how, 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 John? Well, you don't need to know how. If he can hold up the billions of stars in the universe, he's surely able to hold up you. If he can hold up all the planets that are there, he can hold up you. He is upholding you right now. Oh, trust upon him. Lean upon him and know that he is there with everlasting arms of love. Oh, hallelujah. That's another scripture there, but we can't go to it right now because I want to tell you two more points. Number eight God hears. God hears. It says, In Psalm 66, verse 19, but God has surely listened and has heard my prayer, and I want to read it out of the Message Bible, verse 16 to 20. It says, all believers, come here and listen. Let me tell you what God did for me. Oh, that sentence should be your sentence. You should call out to your family and friends, and you should say, come, listen to me. I want to tell you what God did for me. And it continues. It says, I called out to him with my mouth. My tongue shaped the sounds of music. If I had been cozy with evil, the Lord would never have listened. But he most surely did listen. He came on the double when he heard my prayer. Blessed be God, he didn't turn a deaf ear. He stayed with me, loyal loyal. In his love. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I i feel good today. You feel good today after hearing this word? Yeah, it's not because it's my word, but it's the Bible. It's God's word, and it's alive right now, and it's coming to you. God hears. You are not just talking and jumbling your words around in open space. You're directing it inside the Holy of Holies to the throne of mercy. And God is there listening attentively with open ears, and he is moving, doing good for you on your behalf. Finally, number nine today, God saves. Oh, you can count on God. That's the title of this message. You can count on God, and you can count on him that he will save you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7 to 10, it says, now God has us where he wants us with all the time in this world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. It says he has us where he wants us, that he has all the time in this world and in the next life to shower us with grace and kindness in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both, the making and the saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does. The good work He has gotten ready for us to do. Work we had better be doing. Oh praise the Lord, God save and He does all the saving. And really there is nothing we're doing in this whole process that we can get any glory for the saving. He does the creating, He does the saving, and he does the work and he helps us to do the work that He wants us to do, and that work is a blessed work. and He will bless us. So my dear friends, Remember, you can count on God because he's always faithful. He is with us. He is for us. He is good. He does good. He delivers. He sustains. He hears and he saves. Praise the Lord. Let me pray for you right now. Father in heaven, I am praying for all that are listening right now. I preached not just a good word, but I preached your word. And that is a good word. And Lord, I know I don't have to prove this word because you will prove your own word and you will prove yourself. So I just ask you, Lord, be faithful to your word right now as I have preached it as your servant to these listeners and touch them. Some are in desperate need, in dire straight need. Lord, I ask you, touch them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. Touch them, Lord, in soul, body, and spirit Do a miracle for them, rescue them, heal them, deliver them, save them, forgive of every sin and iniquity, cleanse them, make them holy and acceptable. Oh, embrace them with your loving arms, Lord. Lift them up, touch their family, touch their home, Lord, touch their children, their grandchildren, touch their finances, and whatever other need they might have right now, I ask you, for a miracle on their behalf, Lord. Do it because you are faithful to your word. Do it because of your love for us. Do it for the glory of your name, Lord. I thank you that we can receive it by grace in Christ Jesus right now in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.